Welcome to In Your Area. My name is Christine Cusinelli, Senior Advocacy Advisor with Area. This episode is one of a special series which interviews each of the UCP party leadership candidates on questions of interest to realtors. On October 6th, the UCP party will choose a new leader and that leader will become Alberta's next Premier. In this episode, Stan Mills, chair-elect of Area's Political Action Committee, sits down with UCP candidate Todd Lowen, MLA for Central Peace Notley. If you are interested in voting in the UCP leadership race and having a say in who becomes the next Premier, visit the party's website before August 12th at unitedconservative.ca. Welcome to the Alberta Real Estate Association. We are a provincial association that represents the interests of over 11,000 members from 10 local real estate boards throughout the province. Area provides strategic leadership and advances the Alberta real estate profession through member-centric services, advocacy, and professional development. Now that we know a little bit about us, Todd, why don't you tell us a little about yourself? Okay, well, thank you very much, and uh, thanks for this opportunity. I really appreciate the work that, of course, real estate agents do. In my my lifetime, I've bought and sold a few properties, and it's always good to have that professional help. Myself, uh, born and raised in Alberta, spent the last 50 years uh, on a farm just uh, outside of my hometown of Valadu. I'm a husband, a father of five, and a grandfather of eight. I guess I just want to say I love Alberta. I love Albertans. I love our Alberta industry and the entrepreneurship that, uh, that Alberta has. First elected in 2015 under the Wild Rose banner in the constituency of Grand Prairie Smoky and re-elected in 2019 under the UCP banner for the constituency of Central Peace. I've served two years as caucus chair and still sit to, as an MLA today, but I actually sit as an independent. So that's, I guess, just a quick rundown on myself. I have an agriculture background because of my farming roots uh, growing up on the farm with the cow-calf operation that my dad had, but also small business, having a hunting and outfitting business, you know, so basically in the tourism industry for the last 29 years. So a, a bit of uh, business in the background there too. So that's just a, a, just a quick rundown on myself. So happy to carry on and answer any questions that you have. Thanks, Todd. Alberta real estate professionals, as you can imagine, are very entrepreneurial. They're hardworking, working hard to keep Alberta, Albertans buy and sell the financial assets that they invest in. Ironically, Alberta real estate professionals have a national disadvantage on profitability, uh, consistently demonstrating the lowest profit margins in the country. For several years running, realtor profitability in Alberta is 20% lower than the national average, and on two-thirds of the profit margins made by industry professionals in our neighboring western provinces. This is largely a red tape issue. Our members would be interested in knowing your thoughts on red tape reduction and how it is in the foreseeable future you would create effective policy that could impact realtor profitability. Okay, yes, uh, red tape is definitely an issue uh, all across the board when it comes to industry and within municipalities too. So. Uh, I would be happy to sit down with uh, real estate agents across Alberta and talk about those issues with red tape and work towards fixing them. Red tape is something that costs businesses and municipalities and individuals in Alberta billions of dollars a year in lost production and lost opportunity. Just a, I could just give you just one example here quickly. Town of Fox Creek, which is in my constituency, has been trying to purchase land from the Alberta government. And the process is taking, has taken over nine years to accomplish. So when we see the, that kind of red tape and that kind of uh, 
a situation where things get delayed that far, we can see that there's uh, lost lost profit margins for industry and uh, lost opportunity. And that, that holds back our entire economy. So there's a lot of things to do with red tape. And, I, and of course, I've seen red tape in my own business that's cost me money and delayed projects. And so when we see that red tape, anywhere we see it, we need to be working to remove that. And so again, I'd be happy to look at the, the specifics within uh, the real estate agency industry so that we can see where we can reduce that red tape. Uh, red tape uh, by definition is, uh, is wasteful and unnecessary and uh, it'd be great to be able to solve those problems. Thank you, Todd. Mirroring on that or going a little bit further on that, in our province, some professionally licensed professions or provincially licensed professions have an exemption from municipal business licenses levied beyond the municipality where they have an office. Lawyers and accountants and insurance agents and adjusters, for example, all have this type of exemption included in the acts that govern them. An exemption like this would offer realtors tangible savings, but it's not always so simple. In some municipalities, they, they do, do recognize the, the exemptions within the MGA and within the Real Estate Act. Can you tell our listeners what the behind-the-scenes considerations that you think about before commenting on or committing to this policy like this? Yeah, and I can see the frustration there when you see other uh, industries being exempt. And for myself, uh, at a glance, I, I, would, I would think that you would qualify for similar exemptions. Uh, but I think one of the one of the issues is uh, we have to always be conscious of the municipality, and uh, they're the ones that are doing that licensing on a local level, and so there needs to be a consultation process with them to to make sure that it's something that would align with what uh, what they hope to achieve with their business licensing within the municipality. So that would that would be uh, you know some of the concerns right off the start is is again to make sure that we consult with municipalities and make sure that we move forward in a way that it works for them too. The Alberta government may have uh, some jurisdictional precedence to to be able to take care of this uh, within the, uh, the acts that they have in the, on the provincial level. But again, without the consultation of the municipal governments, we, we wouldn't want to proceed too quickly with that and, until we had that consultation and, and again, to take consideration of their concerns. Uh, just on that, uh, some municipalities uh, uh, interpret the, the rules different than others. And so maybe a, a broad-based interpretation by your party could help municipalities uh, read that the same way. Yeah, exactly. And I'd be happy to have those discussions. I think the, And I think municipalities would be welcome to, to have discussion on, 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 on something like this too. Again, most municipalities, they want to see you know, free, easy access for, for businesses to operate. It's a benefit to the communities to, to have real estate agents and, and good to have competition. If we restrict the areas that different people can work with in real estate, it reduces competition and that's not good for the, for the economy or for, for individuals as they use real estate agents buying and selling. Uh, moving away a little bit from what could benefit uh, and help the profitability of, of real estate agents. Alberta governments in the past have always forgone implementing a land transfer tax. In other provinces, land transfer taxes have been implemented in many provinces across the country. Obviously, this kind of tax could potentially offer significant provincial revenue for the Alberta government. What are your thoughts on holding a line on this no land transfer tax stance in Alberta? Oh, well, I'm not in favor of increasing taxes anywhere, and then this would be another place. You know, those uh, those tax costs, they, they get transferred on to uh, purchasers. They, 
in the end, there's only one taxpayer, and that's the Albertans. And uh, I'm not in favor of raising any taxes, and so I would see no no reason to pursue this tax either. Again, we need to uh, reduce taxes wherever possible and make sure that we're competitive to and more than competitive. We that we have, actually have an Alberta advantage when uh, when doing business in Alberta. Todd, we hear a lot of a lot of talk about unity. Give us your perspective on current unity and party and how you could help that. Also, how are you different than any other candidates in terms of this issue? Yeah, I think when it comes to unity, uh, we do have uh, work to do as far as building unity within government and within the, the UCP party. There, you know, we, we've seen things fairly divisive in, in recent times. And I, I believe a lot of that has, has started to change already with the, with the change in leadership. And this leadership race is actually, you know, people consider leadership races to be divisive. And they can be, but uh, realistically, we have uh, many candidates crossing Alberta, talking to Albertans, and that's always a good thing when that, that communication is happening. As far as myself uh, personally, I've stood up for my constituents and, and paid a price for that when I was removed from caucus. And, and I, I'll stand up for Albertans with that same amount of strength and uh, fortitude. What I believe the, the, the biggest concern with Albertans right now is the lack of trust in government, the lack of trust in politicians. And I hope that I can bring that to the table, that trust that, that I've been able to say, uh, do exactly what I've said. And, and I think that trust is, is going to be a huge factor in the, the upcoming election in 2023. So that's why when it comes to those things, it, we, I, a lot of times I connect unity and trust together because uh, once we have the, can develop that trust in, in the government and in the UCP party, then that unity will, will happen naturally too. Again, we, you know, there's always a little push and pull in politics and there's not, a, not every MLA is, is representing the exact same constituents. We have urban and rural uh, MLAs and they, they have different, uh, slightly different views when it comes to what they would like to see their MLA represent them at. But Overall, when I when I've traveled through urban Alberta, Edmonton, Calgary, and then rural Alberta, there's a lot more that uh, we have in common than we have in differences when we look at uh, conservatives across the province. Thank you. Now, there's some tough questions. What makes you the best choice for UCP members who will be voting in the upcoming leadership vote? What makes you the best choice for a Premier of Alberta come the next election? Yeah, and I, I think again, uh, and I'll kind of go back to the to the answer on the last question uh, when it comes to trust. But when we look across Alberta, uh, I believe there's been a, a wide swath of Albertans that haven't felt represented in the last year and a half, two years. And so I feel that I've been able to represent those people because I've been able to stand out and take on, you know, the Premier of Alberta and, and some of the policies that he's put forward. That uh, has never, you know, it's, it's never comfortable doing that, but it's always necessary that somebody's there to represent Albertans. And again, I felt like I've been able to represent a lot of Albertans that have felt unheard in the past. And that's going to be important again for unity, like we talked about in the last question, but also in building that trust with Albertans to be able to go into that next election. We need a leader in the UCP party that Albertans can trust because that will be the ballot question in 2023. Thank you. Okay, some uh, some real important questions now. How much do you know about Alberta? What is your favorite Alberta attraction to visit with your kids or your grandkids? With kids and grandkids, I've always liked dinosaur museums. Seems like kids always enjoy that at least a certain stage in their lives. So uh, between Drumheller and and the Wembley with the the, the Philip J. Curry Dinosaur Museum up west of Grand Prairie, uh, those are kind of a couple of my favorites. Kids always love going to West Edmonton Mall too, but 
we tend to spend more time just as a family at a local lake or something and enjoying the outdoors and, and being relatively close to home. This next one could determine whether you get my vote or not. What's your okay. favorite ice cream flavor? Oh, maple walnut. Oh, the... you're on. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there is no there is no bad flavor of ice cream. <laughs> that's that's the second best question. Answer. Yeah, exactly. What's the most surprising thing you've learned when you've become an MLA? You know, I think one thing I learned as an MLA is being involved in my community and communities around me. You know, I, I was always you know involved in cert, certain organizations and had friends and family in different organizations. So that was always interesting to see. But coming in MLA, then a lot of these organizations, some of them that I'd never heard of before, didn't know existed, maybe in neighboring communities, would reach out and, you know, ask me to come to fundraisers or ask for some support on different projects that they're having. And so I think that was one of the most amazing things is to see how many good people there are across Alberta involved in different organizations that are, are there just to help people and, and help the community. And uh, that's probably, you know, the most amazing thing that, I, that I've learned as an MLA, just seeing how much, how much people care about the communities they live in, the people that they live around, and how much they're willing to support them. Okay. I think we've got time for two quick questions. And one of them is, how do you spend your Sunday afternoon? Ah, Sunday afternoons, usually with family. We, we always try to get together with the kids and grandkids whenever we can. If they're not coming over or we're away, then I enjoy just be, being in the outdoors, uh, you know, wandering through the garden or at, at the lake or, or just out, out in the outdoors. I, I have a bit of a hobby as a, with bees, and so I enjoy checking on my beehives. And a lot of times, it's just good to spend, to spend some time outside and, and enjoy in, uh, Alberta. Okay. Thank you, Todd. Our time is up. So uh, thank you very much for participating in our in our podcast. Hey, no problem. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And again, appreciate the work you work you folks do. Keep it up. And if there's any way that, that I can help and, and make things more efficient and better for Alberta real estate agents, uh, I'd be happy to have those discussions. Okay. Thank you very much. Thanks again for tuning in to another edition of In Your Area. You can access our podcast on all main streaming services and feel free to share with friends, family, or colleagues. And if you'd like more information about how to vote for the next UCP leader, the website again is unitedconservative.ca. We look forward to seeing you next time. We are in your area.